0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. John Zogby is the founder of John Zogby Strategies, a national, international polling firm. Uh, John is also an op-ed writer for major United States publications. He's a public speaker, and he's an author. And uh, one of John's books is, of course, We Are Many, We Are One. John, first, thank you for joining us. First, Minneapolis. Now cities across the United States, rioting and arson, anger, frustration, police officer, former police officer charged with murder. Anyone who's seen um, what's going on recognizes that we're looking at, potentially here, a very serious, and I don't know whether I'm getting ahead of myself here, longer-term breakdown. And I've heard several references to detroit in 1968 and and honestly uh again just thinking about what i remember from those days what i see on my television screen now is not dissimilar to the best of my recollection to what i saw in the late 60s am i close
1: you're very close a lot of unfinished business in fact uh, mostly unfinished business when it comes to race in the united states um We've seen this movie before, and now uh, with the pervasiveness of social media and the existence of people with, with cell phones uh, 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 who don't have to rely on their memories, um, you know, with video cams installed uh, in, in police cars, we're able to see this more than we've ever been able to see it before, and we're beginning to see that it's not isolated. Uh, that it's pervasive And it's real uh, This was real You know, unlike you know, the, the Rodney King case in, in California Where there could be Some evidence to show That uh, he, he was On angel dust uh, That wasn't videoed And the only video part was the police Clubbing him You have a, kind of a long term video here From the time of his arrest and it doesn't appear as if the original police story holds water at all. Uh-huh. Um, this one, there were three, you know, who, who uh, were, were sitting, uh, kneeing on um, uh, George Floyd. Uh, the one who was kneeling on his neck, the police officer, was there applying pressure on his neck two minutes and 53 seconds. After George Floyd was non responsive. Um, This is a long time. But you have Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago spreading, uh, Washington, D.C., just outside the White House. You have um, a key demographic, not only African Americans and genuine black power at the polls, but you also have millennials and Gen Z who, uh, you know, are. Are, have large numbers of non-whites who socialize and marry and love, go to class with each other. It's a whole different world. This, this is a, a tipping point here. And the folks in the streets, it starts with the anger, right? Um, but this time I don't think there's any turning back. We're, gonna see real, we're going to have to see real change. God help, like Los Angeles, God help if these police officers are found not guilty or negotiate some sort of a light sentence, the, then this kind of violence is going to wreck a lot of our cities. Uh,
0: 1968 was an election year. Mm-hmm. 2020 is an election year. Mm-hmm. Um, 1968, Vietnam War, uh, the assassinations of Dr. Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy. Um, <sighs> Nothing, I, I don't know, I'm trying to draw a parallel here and I don't know if it's right or if I'm wrong to do this. And, and you say things are going to have to change, meaningfully change. That's what we said then. Yes. <clears throat> and here we are.
1: Yeah. And to some degree, things did change. You know, there was affirmative action. There was community action programs. There were jobs programs was um, much more visibility, you know, African-Americans uh, in the media, in the sports, uh, in the C-suites, uh, and, and so on. But for a large strata, lower strata of African-Americans, this is life as usual, life as normal uh, continued. Black men still 73 cents to the dollar in terms of earnings. It's even worse than that today maybe some evidence that younger african-american women with college educations have sort of evened out the pay but the fundamental aspect of racism here today isn't just simply economic though that's you know always embedded in there it's we see it in our health care system we see it during the, in the uh, corona uh, virus uh, uh, catastrophe And I think above all, we see it in criminal justice, the numbers who are incarcerated, the numbers, including African-American professionals, who'll tell you, oh, I've been stopped and roughed up by police. I've been stopped for no reason at all. Um, And this is um, a a level of anger and frustration that's still out there. And now uh, this is the next frontier and we're seeing it all play out before us, yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and I'm talking too much, I know. But in,
0: no, no, you're not. Uh, no, no, absolutely but, not.
1: But this country is split down the middle. This election will be a close election, but in 2020, the future uh, of the United States of America is at stake. We have to choose what kind of country we will be.
0: Yeah. I want to ask you about the polling that you did, particularly of of Democrat voters. And we'll do that when we come back. But, John, let me ask you this uh, before we take the break. When you have uh, publicly elected officials like mayors and governors, which happen in Minnesota, and they say while the rioting's going on, we're not going to arrest anybody because we just we just can't whether the thinking had to do with pandemic or whether it was a case of, uh, of there's just too many people and not enough police and not enough National Guard that we can't control the situation, that's not a wise thing to say. Did they drop the ball as far as that is concerned?
1: Oh, that's a long one. That's a tough one. Um, on one hand, you have to, they have to be judicious. That, that is law enforcement. Mayors uh, have to be very, very careful. They speak you know, for the entire city. You can't have a system where... You just make an arrest. Uh, There has to be some sort of due process involved. Otherwise, what you could do is have a legal catastrophe. Two wrongs don't make a right. Um, So I'll defend them. Um, I will not defend the president of the United States, though, who is helping to whip up this frenzy on both sides.
0: Uh, John, you wanted to say something about, about Donald Trump and this crisis in the United States. Why don't you start
1: with that? You know, it's a time to call for national unity, to call for um, uh, uh, address a moral imperative, the issue of racism in the United States, and you know it's becoming cliche. Um, but in Lincoln's words, you know, to address the better angels of our nature. You know, on one hand, he did call the family of of George Floyd and. On the other hand, he expressed, uh, he did express sympathy. But then the way he addressed the uh, looting and criminal activity in the streets, uh, painting it kind of with a broad stroke, you know, including the protesters, and then saying, you know, when there's looting, there's shooting, uh, translated um, meaning that, uh, you know, we need to show the full force of, uh, not only police and National Guard, but, you know, today he's asked the United States uh, military to mobilize. It's, the, it's the, the wrong timing. It's once again cringeworthy, and it's divisive. And, you know, there are divisions in this country, but there are ways to try to heal divisions. There are ways to play into them for political purposes, and uh, there's no other way to interpret him except the latter.
0: There's no way that you can allow the destruction of, uh, of society and the kind of uh, violence to continue and the arson to continue, John. That has to be stopped.
1: Absolutely. It does. There's no question about that. It's a question of symmetry, though. On the other hand, there are uh, under, deep underlying problems here. And, you know, to a small degree, he addressed them. He called on the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, to expedite, it's investigation of this matter, which the federal government can do if it involves a violation of one's civil rights. Um, there's a strong case to be made for that. There should have been equal emphasis on that, though, as opposed to similarly earlier in his administration when there was violence in Charlottesville, Virginia, and there were white supremacists and uh, Antifa those who uh, uh, Black Lives Matter and those who are, are strongly uh, uh, revolutionary, let's say, on, on the left. And he said, there's good people on both sides. Well, that was not a time to be announcing that there were good people on the white supremacist side. Uh, it was a divisive gesture, just like I think this is, too.
0: So what went on with the polling when you polled Democrats about Joe Biden? And by and yeah. large, they support Biden being the nominee for the party. But when then you enter the names of Michelle Obama and even Hillary Clinton into the equation, what happened?
1: Um, uh, against Donald Trump, um, uh, Michelle Obama did a few points better, actually, on her end. And Trump got a few points worse, meaning it was a wider margin of uh, Michelle Obama versus Donald Trump than it was uh, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Uh, I should note Joe Biden was uh, 53%, 13-point lead over Trump's 40%, but Michelle Obama was 57% to Donald Trump's 37%. But you
0: also had a third of the Democratic voters, as I understand it, a third of the Democratic voters saying, they would prefer Michelle Obama and even Hillary Clinton over Joe Biden.
1: Um, they would prefer Michelle Obama. They would prefer someone else over Biden, you know, to, to, to be accurate. And that's a, a rocky road for the vice president, former vice mm-hmm. president. He's got a 13-point lead. when you, When you pit him against Donald Trump today, um, he's getting the support he needs to get among blacks, among African-Americans, uh, younger voters, independents, and so on. However, there seems to be this lurking uh, uh, worry that Democratic voters have that uh, he's going to falter. He's not the right guy. They'll vote for him against Trump, but maybe not in large numbers when push comes to shove.
0: So let me ask you this but, yeah, in a minute. One in we...
1: three said they'd like him to be replaced.
0: Okay, so in the minute, or less than a minute we have left, is there a an infinitesimal chance, whatever that word is, of Michelle Obama becoming the nominee for the Democratic Party?
1: I don't believe there is. Uh, she doesn't want it. Um, she really does not want it. Um, maybe she would answer a call. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, to the degree that there is tradition, uh, Joe Biden won primaries. He's got delegates who are pledged to him. Uh, mm-hmm. There would have to be some sort of voluntary uh, uh, effort on Joe Biden's part to say, you know what, I can't do this anymore.
0: Okay, okay, John, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to stay with my gut feeling that says to me there is a chance that's going to be uh, Michelle Obama. You're the you're the sensible guy. You're the pollster. You understand that what's going on. But I, my gut tell my gut tells me.
1: Maybe maybe But that's Um, just me. That's formidable. No question about she would
0: Good to talk to you my friend. Thank you so much all the very best to your country as well
1: Thanks so much and to yours.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we've got our own issues. Thank you. John Zogby uh, Zogby strategies John Zogby strategies is the polling firm and his book is we are many we are one If you want to hear more